Sounds on Vinyl, the show where a couple of guys drink from the horns and celebrate listening to the best music on vinyl. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and Phil. Hey, hey, welcome to the Sounds on Vinyl show. We are officially back for the attack, and uh, we've got a brand new format. We've got all kinds of cool stuff for you. And uh, yes, we've been gone a long time. We had a, a long hiatus, but it was with good reason because Mike, you opened a record store. Oh yes, I did. But before but before we get to that, mm-hmm. I should probably introduce us because we've been gone so long. People probably forgot who the hell we are. Oh, My yeah. name is Phil Boyer, and that guy over there, over there, no, over there. <laughs> trying to get this right that is mike svenson lead singer extraordinaire of all bands past present future and other dimensions everywhere but yes he opened a record store one of his dreams so mike what is the scoop tell us tell us what's what man what's what i mean it's it's so amazing i get to meet so much cool people in my store i open it up march 4th and and it's been a dream come true ever since i was a kid going into to to, to vinyl record stores and, and digging through the crates and, and smelling all the vinyl records i'm thinking man oh man i want to be doing this full time someday but who knows and then years went by and it was sort of attached in my mind i should do this i should really do this and now my kids are all grown up and I'm thinking, what the hell? I'm doing this. So of March 4th of this year, I own my own record store, the Sounds of Vinyl Record Store in Malmo, Sweden. How about that? How about that? Now tell everybody where it's at. So if they're anywhere near the store, oh, yeah. they can go, stop by, say hi, buy a few records, oh, yeah, some coffee, that kind of thing, you know. Yeah, it's located at Krusegatan 23 in Malmo, Sweden. And opening hours are Thursdays, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. And Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And we have coffee and cake, like Phil said. It's free. It's free. Free. Free coffee and cake. Free fika. And they say there's no such thing as a free fika. Oh, but there, there is. is. Oh, in the Samsung Vinyl Record Store, everything is. I mean, coffee should be free, man. Coffee and records. What? What could go wrong, man? You see, I, I there's nothing that goes wrong with that. No. I mean, that, that's just that. That's how life should be. And you and you, and you should you should learn about this, people on the other side of the pond. I mean, come to the Samsung Vinyl Record Store for a good fika. Sit down listen to vinyl records all day long if you if you like have 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 some cookies have a cup of coffee shoot the shit uh, tell me what you like and what you don't like and 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 what you grew up on and all kinds of music are are in the store so it's it's all in good fun it should be fun mm-hmm. music yeah, is great. fun Yes. And for those that want to know a little bit more about Fika, it's basically like tea time in London, in England, except way the fuck better. Way better. Oh, yeah. It's mm. way better. Yeah. Yes. It's, well, it's, it's not that structured. As, it's as, not that structured. As, no, no, no. As, as, as tea time in, 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 in 
the UK. Now, yes. you can have a fika on the fly in Sweden. See, that, that's how it should be, man. Mm. But fika a minim- on the fly. It's the name but, of my new band. Yeah. But a minimum of, of like uh, uh, 15 to 20 minutes if you're on the fly. You have to sit down, relax, eat your eat your cookies, Take have your, your time. coffee. Take your time, man. Yes, it's mandatory. Mandatory it break, motherfucker. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that that that's good news about the record store, man. Because uh, you it know is. you've been talking about that for a while, and it's great mm-hmm. to see that that thing's finally finally up and going, and it's oh, a yeah. success so far. So it is. I mean, it's you. You can't ask for any more than that. And later on in the show, we are going to be talking about buying records, both online and in record stores. So stay tuned for that. But first, yes, first. There's a little band you might have heard of. It's called Metal Church. They're oh, yeah. coming out with a new record, I think, in the le- either I think next month, either end end of this month or beginning of next month. Songs I've heard are pretty good. I like it. But we're going to go back to the beginning and talk about the first record, the first Metal Church record, which is in which is titled Metal Church. That's the self title. And uh, Mike, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, and you had not heard this record before. No. You were very unfamiliar. So you had to go and listen to it, give it a spin. What'd you think? Oh, um, um, I wasn't unfamiliar with, with Metal Church and, 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 and the band per se. I heard a couple of songs, but it, nothing ever really stuck with me. It's sort of like there, there are some bands that... I mean, they they pass you by, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. They they're there. I mean, we, I had a group of friends growing up, and and some of of uh, uh, my friends' older brothers listened to Metal Church and and that kind of stuff, Venom and 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 whatnot. Then, but uh, we thought they were like too heavy, and which is strange because I got into Metallica in like '84. So I, I don't know why, but Metal Church, maybe it was the name. But uh, I listened to this album back to back, actually, for, for a, a, a good few days. And, and it's a solid, it's a great record with great songs. I like those old school, like crunchy metal guitars, you know, that mm-hmm. stuff that, that you rarely hear these days. Yeah, there, there's some. There is a special sound that comes off those records. I mean, in the early '80s, I, I think it's it's great. It's great stuff. Mm-hmm. Favorite song? Um, actually, um, I had to go with um, a track called "Behind the Black." The opening track. The opening track, yeah. And yeah. I really dig the song "Metal Church." Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what you're talking about when when you say this is one of your all time favorite albums. So it, it's, it, I I think it stood the test of time. I, I it sounds fresh to me. Listen to this today. Today, um, I had my headphones on, riding the bus to work, and 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 really crunched it. I, I, I mean, it's 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 a great record still today. And it's almost 40 years old. Released yeah, in 1984, man. It's almost 40 years old. And it's yeah. just as good today as it was back in 1984. Oh, yeah. And it's it's even better than a lot of stuff that's being released today, in my opinion. 
You know? Yeah, but uh, and and it's it's funny that you mentioned that because I I tend to look at, at at younger bands trying to do the the old school thrash music, but it's 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 hard to copy like bands like Metal Church and and Overkill and Metallica and so forth and and get that really cool sound. But I, but I'm guessing that it's it's. It's old school uh, amplifiers and and so forth and and then you have to be. I mean, I remember uh, talking about uh, a Swedish death metal band called Entombed. Uh, there were like the the Godfathers of death metal back in the, in the early nineties, and people have tried to copy their their music. Even people from from all over the the, the world came to. To the woods outside of Stockholm, to to this little cabin, if you, if you will, that the producer set up where he recorded all those albums. But how how much they people tried to do it, they, they couldn't do it because it, it it came down to a sort of like um, a special thing that the guitar player did with his fingers, uh, and it's sort of like it was in his own DNA, and you 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 couldn't copy it. You 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 could go only so far, but but the last bit, it was always missing. And I think that um, those those bands that that released music in and 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 created music in the early '80s and started forming their bands in in like '81, '82, '83, like Metal Church and and Metallica and Overkill and and all of that good stuff. There, there is some some sort of like thing you did growing up in the early eighties when when starting to play a guitar and and it's it's really hard to copy that to a T when 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 you're like growing up nowadays. So I think that's it. Do you think that has something to do with the producers back then? Do you think the the talent of the producer pool back in those days was better than the pool today i uh, mean you got guys like rick rubin that are still going but mm-hmm. you know it it's it, or, do, or do you think it was just the talent of the bands and not necessarily I, I, I think it's it's a, a combination because you you have to bear in mind that you were recording a, on analog tape mm-hmm. uh now nowadays everything is done mostly digital so, so you had to be like a a a, a wizard in the studio. I I remember. Uh, I mean, this is uh, um. How can I explain this? Th- there was a, a guy who produced all the ABBA albums. He he's called uh, M- Michael B. Tretov, and he he actually. I, I, I remember seeing a documentary some like 20 years ago and he had this tape. Have you seen the, the, the analog tape in, in a, a huge studio back in mm-hmm. the day yeah, with, yeah. with those reels? And, mm-hmm. and, and he was sort of like, okay, listen to this. So he, there was a snippet of a guitar that, that wasn't aligned with the rest of the song. So he took it and he said, could you hear it? And it, he stopped the, the tape and he did like this with, with, with the tapes. You can hear him go. Ah. 
<laughs> and he brought up a scissor. I shit you not. A scissor. And he cut the tape like this. And then he took, I mean, regular tape. I mean, not duct tape, but, but you yeah, know. Like that. scotch tape, like regular. Yeah, scotch tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he, he put, a, put a, a, a stream of it like in the middle of it. And then he, he went like this. <laughs> there we go. And, and you couldn't hear it. And he played it. You couldn't hear it. There was nothing uh, of, uh, I mean, no ambience, no nothing. It was Damn. sort of like it was a clean recording. Clean recording. He cut and paste right there <laughs> and then in the freaking tape. I mean, nowadays you go into the computer and, and you, you, I mean, you delete and you overdub and you do all this crazy stuff. He did it by hand. And I think you, you I mean, back in the day, you had to be, a, I, 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 there is no other way to, to explain it. You had to be a fucking wizard. So, so I mean, yeah. they hadn't, I mean, it, it was different with, with amplifiers. It was different with, with setups. Uh, it was different with, with paddings on the wall. It was, everything was different. You had to, in, I mean, invent stuff that wasn't invented like these days. You can go in and buy shit in, in a store. Oh, I, I, I want uh, a muffler from my, oh, we got that on the wall over here. And you mm. had to build your fucking muffler from, from like scratch. Yeah. Yeah. These so, days it's all, we'll fix it in post. Oh, right? yeah. It's yeah, all, yeah. Yeah. It's all using software to, to fix yeah. things. And I mean, auto tune. Yeah. You I see? mean, uh, it, it's auto tune is the, the, one of the worst things to happen to music since the black album. Really. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, but no, seriously. I mean, it's, and, and that's kind of what is interesting. You listen to like some of the early Bowie stuff and how, just out there that shit was and, and to know that that all had to be done by hand that there was no post-production per se there no. was no software that's gonna make that sound they had to create that shit yeah. out of nothing yeah and that that's just it's it's impressive it's impressive and 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 speaking of that because bowie came so much later in my life mm -hmm. um, i'm i'm still trying to get through his catalog because there is so much weird stuff for for <laughs> a, a guy who grew up with, with metal in the early 80s I'm, i mean both you and i grew up like in in smack in the middle of of for me is the what was the new wave of british heavy metal mm -hmm. uh but i i'm so in awe of that dude because the sound on his albums i mean listen to stuff from the like the early 70s the stuff that he recorded back then. It's like you say, it, you can make shit up. I mean, they, they, it was sort of like, I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it's, it's crazy to listen to that. It sounds so fucking fresh today. Mm -hmm. it, it does. It, it, yeah. it, it's crazy. Yeah, and, it is. So getting back to Metal Church, though, after that little detour. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah I, I think it, it's... This album, you know, it starts off heavy, like you said, Beyond the Black. It just starts so fucking heavy. And yeah. it, it just it lets you know who Metal Church is right oh, yeah. from the get-go, right? And then you get into the that one 
Beyond the Black just fades right into the the song Metal Church. Mm. And, you know, I listen to that and, and the, the beginning is just so eerie and creepy. It's like the soundtrack to some horror film, right? Mm. And, and, and I imagine this deserted church surrounded by fog or the fog's mm. rolling in or something, you know, just this creepy scene, right? And then you, you, you get to a song like Gods of Wrath, which starts kind of mellow. Yeah. Right? And you're like, oh, okay, well, then that's it. But then... <laughs> The heaviness kicks right back in. Yeah. You know, you got covers from, you know, uh, Deep Purple, you know, Highway Star. And it's just, it's from start to finish, it's just a really great album. It's a good yeah. album that you could just sit and listen to and pay attention to, read the lyrics, the whole nine yards. But it's also something that you could put in the background at a party and just have it as background music. Yeah. Or background music as you work. I've done that mm. a lot, man. I put that record on when I'm trying to write or something. And it's it's a great record for that because it just it keeps you keeps you energized. Yeah. You yeah. know, which is just I don't know. It I, I think it's it's one of the best records they've done. Um and, and they've done, I think, some good stuff throughout their career, even with having different singers. And again, they've got they're on their third singer now. Um with this new album. So I'm curious to see how this, this new album plays out. Cause the one before it was actually pretty good. When Mike Ho came back, that was a, that was a pretty good record. I thought cool. anyway. So, cool. but yeah. Any final thoughts on. <clears throat> no, it, it was, it was just like, like you said, both those, I mean, those two songs beyond the black and metal shirts. I mean, they, they, fit so well together and and that was my initial thought when i listened to that oh man i I really dig how the build-up for these two songs uh, Mm -hmm. are are created and and how they i mean almost roll into one another if you know what i mean yeah 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 it's it's crazy so so that, that i mean those two songs they got stuck in my head so i listened to to this to those opening tracks i mean over and over because i mean it was so profound to me to listen to music created like that and it wasn't metallic and it wasn't like megadeth or overkill it, it was metal church uh, a band that i i i must say i completely missed uh, even though i n- knew about them but but it's uh it's a great record. You you should check it out if if you haven't already. Yes, I I, I highly encourage it too. And yeah, the, those first two songs are like Halloween one and two. They yeah, go together. Like yeah. I, when I watch those, I, I watch those all together. Like it's one big giant three and a half hour movie or whatever. Yeah, because they just go together so beautifully. Oh yeah, yeah. So, all oh. right. Well, before we get started, I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. something cool that we're doing now because we're changing shit up, man. We're doing something new. It's, it, we're always trying to reinvent the wheel over here on the Sons on Vinyl Show. And we have a newsletter where you could sign up. Now, I know you're probably like me. You hate fucking email. You hate it with a passion. You got enough email. You don't need any more. I get it. I'm like that. Mike's like that too, right, Mike? Oh, yeah. Fuck email. The thing is, what we're doing, we're going to do something cool, right? So we're not going to badger you. We'll probably get maybe one or two emails a month. It's not going to be an every week thing. It's going to be stuff that you, you're you going to want to know. 
some teasers, some behind the scenes stuff. We might give our take on the news like we did the Mick Mars thing a couple of weeks ago. We'll, we'll have our takes on that and some of the new stuff. And it, it'll be kind of fun to listen to some coupon codes for cool merch. And we might be adding something else really cool. And we haven't decided on this yet, but something exclusive for people that sign up for the newsletter. So I just want you to go there, go to soundsonvinyl.com and uh, you'll be able to, there'll be a link that says sign up for the newsletter. Go make that shit happen. You can also get some posts. We'll be doing posts on the new Sons on Vinyl site once it's up. So go make that shit happen because it's, you're going to want to do that. It's, oh, yeah. I, I, again, I don't like email, but I'd sign up for this shit. Definitely. Definitely. Now, to some other cool stuff. New music. Oh, yeah. We got new music because we love playing music on this show. Oh, yeah. Who do we have this week, Mike? Oh, uh, we got a band called Eradicated. Uh, and this is this is quite funny because I, I spoke in big terms when I said it's, it's hard to create stuff from like the early 80s. Uh, but this band, they... I mean, the byline that they had for themselves, it, it says something like, we play trash metal like it's supposed to sound hard, fast, and mean. I mean, that that's crazy. These these are kids. I mean, I I, I don't know. I mean, they're they're young, really young, and, and they like fucking blow you away when you listen to them. Uh, formerly known as the Generation Army, but reborn as Eradicated in September of 2021. They have already released an EP with um, re-recorded uh, old live favorites and played uh, shows with The Haunted and Bullet and done festivals and toured uh, with Anvil. Could you Ooh, imagine? Anvil. Oh, yeah. With lips. With lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dude. Oh, I, I remember a show uh, at KB in Malmo. Um, uh, Anvil opening up for, for Saxon. Oh, there are some stories there, man. Uh, but that's a later show. <laughs> that's for another time. <laughs> it is. This is like genuine old school thrash metal, like like the 80s. I, I shit you not. It, this is like... <sighs> I, I, I it's, it's hard to explain, but this is as close as you get to it. This is a mix between Metallica meets Slayer, man. These guys know what, mm -hmm. uh, what it's all about. And, and, and young guys, uh, which is, I think it's totally awesome. I mean, we see a new generation of, of metalheads coming up and, and doing, I, I saw uh, them last year at, at the Malmo festival. And I had the privilege to, to be in their latest uh, uh, video. Uh, the single we're about to play together with my son. Uh, they they were seeking uh, young, cool guys. Uh, not me though, <laughs> but, <laughs> but Texas, my son, uh, to to do uh, like a pure energy uh, uh, performance uh, video with with um, head banging and and so forth. So I I was standing in in the back. And uh, and we know their manager, you and I. Mm -hmm. it, it's uh, Martin Gustafsson, 
who uh, who we met up in in Vegas, and he's yeah. the guy doing all the all the stuff for for, uh, for Eradicated, which is, I mean, he's done such a great job. Uh, but but it's, I mean, the music speaks for itself when you, when you listen to it. It's it 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 blows you. I I can't stop listening to this. This singular word about yeah, it. It's too. awesome. Yeah, it's it really, it really is. It's really, um, really good. I have to say this full-length album called Descendants on the indie recordings will be released on October 6th, uh, 2023. This is eradicated with a brand new single, Flames. Here we go. Crank it up. <laughs>
Holy fuck, that was awesome. You see? see fuck that, me. That's, you know, it, when, when I hear stuff like that, especially from the younger kids, the younger crowd, it gives me hope. It gives me hope for the future because, yeah. you know, we're not getting any younger. No. And, and, and the guys... You know the the bands that we listen to, the guys are are not young anymore, and they're getting into their late sixties, seventies, and you know it's just a matter of time. You know, you look at what Ozzy's been going through and all that, and and you know, um, I did see a rumor that he was walking around without a cane, so maybe that's a that's good news. Yeah. Um, but it, it's good because you know we we've talked about this before on the show. We there, there's really no bands up and coming really that can take their place there's no who's going to be the new metallica or the new slayer and you know even bands like slayer they're they're still all around but you know they're not doing anything anymore right as the band slayer so it's it's good to see some of these younger kids picking up that torch if you will yeah and carrying it on and 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 moving forward with some really good music for our kids and grandkids and stuff that can really get into and <clears throat> yeah the, and, the genre going yeah and, and and it's crazy to think about because i i actually for forgot that that you could like create because i i'm eating up my own words here um, talking about when, when we talked about metal shards because this is pretty fucking close when it mm-hmm. comes to old school metal and and bear in mind these these kids are in their in their 20s early 20s and they sound like this slick and and powerful like this and they haven't just they had just started they just started this band started touring and and recording stuff i mean fuck me in the future (laughs) oh man jeez i mean to sit back and relax and see see I mean, the new generation take over and and run old geezers like myself over with 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 a fucking bus. I I mean, I I welcome it. I welcome it. I I, I so much enjoy Eradicated and and this new single Flames. And I, I uh, it's I'm 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 a fanboy for crying out loud. <laughs> I, I, I shit yeah, you not. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I mean, damn. Check them out. Eradicated. Yes. They're on. They're on social media platforms and and on Spotify and 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 whatnot. So go check them, check them out. Yeah. Eradicated. Go make it happen. Go, go make it happen. Do it now. Yes. All right. Now the the thing you've all been waiting for. Yep. The thing that you you've always wanted to know is how to buy vinyl records online and in a record store you know there's there's a lot of choices out there not all of them are good we've kind of touched on them here and there throughout the the various seasons of the sons on vinyl show but today mike is gonna Mm. we're we're gonna walk through this whole thing and, and how to buy what to look for you know how to avoid the scams that kind of thing so let's start with online shopping now you know, one of the advantages of online shopping is we've got access to the entire world, right? So um, shipping could be cost prohibitive in, in certain circumstances, but we you have a bigger access. Like where I live, 
we don't have record stores. There is not a record store within probably 50, 60, 100 miles of where I live. We have stores that sell that have like a half a crate of records that you can go, but you don't know they're there until you go into the store. So it's really hard to find vinyl. Really, the only way you can is if you hit a garage sale, the right garage sale, and then you can find some good used records. And usually those are beat to shit and you don't want them anyway. So Mike, online records. How do you get some really decent records online? Uh, Buying used records online, it's a really tricky thing. Uh, you have to be very, very careful. You have to read the seller's feedback and reviews before purchasing uh, records online. Um, it, it's a jungle. Um, I, I know people that have been ripped off really bad. And, but it's, it's, it's easier nowadays to, to get ripped off because you're sitting on your computer and thinking, oh man, that's, fuck me, that's the first like Black Sabbath album. Uh, it says it's it's in very good condition. It's the 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 vertical swirl and and oh my god, it's only hundred and fifty dollars. Man, that's cheap. I should go for it. And then you open it up. It it's it's a a pressing from Germany with. Uh, it's completely fake every picture in now. So it's it's a jungle. But 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 I mean there there are idiots all over the place. So you shouldn't be scared. You should just be cautious. Double check the condition of the record. Um, I mean, ask the seller to to to. Uh, I mean, if if you have the a vinyl record in in your hands. Uh, I mean, you you could you could see it. You could tip it in 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 the light, and you see can can see the hairlines and and whatnot. Asked the seller to take pictures when he does that, holding it up to the light, asking sp- for specific pictures so that you know that the person owns these records and is willing to take pictures. If he says no, it's all almost always a he if if he says no then you you should back off you should say okay why aren't you willing to take extra pictures to send to me i mean if if this is an album i mean of of course you you can you can find stuff on online in uh i like you do in a dollar bin and then you don't have to be careful. But if you're looking for a specific album that you want in your collection and and you want to take care of it and and you looked for it for a very long time, ask as many questions as you you want. If the seller backs off and and starts hassling you with all this stuff, I know there's pictures online, you can look there. If, If you get suspicious, at all, at any time, back off. Um, it's Big it's red really. Flag. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So look for any descriptions when he sends the pictures. I know it's really hard to do it with scratches and and scuffs and so forth, but make sure that the grading matches the description that he has put online, because you can easily take pictures of of. Um, 
uh, an album in daylight. I mean, you could walk outside and take pictures and you can, you can see it fairly good how the condition is on the, on the album. So make sure that, that you're careful and, and ask for a lot of pictures. So, um, and going more in depth, I, some examples for you, you, you could go to eBay and all, all, all other actions, auction sites and make sure that you read the seller's feedback um, make sure it's a real person uh, not a company because companies they, they tend to go this is hearsay but <clears throat> companies go online because I, I don't buy that much stuff from from eBay I did like 15 20 years ago but I had some some bad experience so so uh, and and it was not for me so uh, I'm using. Can, can we go into that a little more? Because I yeah. know I, I used to sell on eBay, and I know the platform mm -hmm. has changed quite a bit since I used to oh, do yeah. that. I was, um, you know, a power seller. I was. Mm -hmm. I actually taught selling on eBay. It was, you know, I was really into eBay back in the day. Yeah, things have changed. So why, why is eBay not the right platform for you? And is it? Is it just a personal thing or is it something that people should really avoid if at all possible? No, I, I don't think they should avoid it but because it's, I mean, the reason why I don't use eBay, it's because we got a, a Swedish version called Tradera, which I think is it's way better. And you, you, get, to, you get to connect... Um, with the seller and and it's all all security protected every conversation that you have is security protected and and uh, and the company that owns this uh, eBay a sort of action site here in Sweden uh, they, they are very protective of their customers and and <clears throat> by Swedish law you can't do whatever the heck you want so, uh, I think that's safer for me, um, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I I'm not gonna rule out eBay, but but it's 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 a sort of like a jungle. You can sell anything on eBay. Right. I mean, uh, there is stuff like I, I don't know, and the prices are really steep. Mm. Some sometimes okay. so. Um, so that's why I'm avoiding. But 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 I don't I. I haven't used it for like five or six years or something like that. So I'm, I'm, I, I couldn't say anything about it because, because I'm, I'm not a, a, a avid user at the moment. Um, example, another example of, of uh, an online thing that you could do it's buy on, uh, on Discogs. Uh, for me, that's much safer also because on on Discogs, I, I, I mentioned it before. It, it's it's a it's sort of like a database uh, with, with with all the records in in the world, if you know what I mean. But but it's it started out as a company, but but you can post stuff on there yourself, and then you can sell stuff. But and it, for instance, I'm <clears throat> I'm looking for uh, the first copy of of Kiss first album uh, and there was a song that was added later called kissing time and 
the record without that song, it's in high value. So if I'm looking for that one uh, and I find it and I want people to know about it, oh, I got a great copy of this one. I take pictures of this and I post it on Discogs for everybody to see. And there are so certain rules that you have to follow uh, posting stuff, but, but pictures mainly because People want to know, oh, it, it looks like that. Wow, never seen it in real life. And you can go on Discogs and find out all, all the nitty-gritty stuff about this album, when it was released and, and whatnot, and the matrix numbers, and so you know what, what to look for. <clears throat> so many people buy buy from, from Discogs, and, and, but check reviews from sellers, even there, ask for more pictures, and if you're uh, uncertain of, of stuff, um, just back away. Um, so that's my two cents on, on that at the moment. Any questions? No, I, yeah. My biggest question was like, what, what are the good platforms? And, and pretty much if I hear you right, Discogs is probably your, especially if you're new, is oh, your yeah. safest bet to, to get started until you, you get into the, the whole, you know, routine of, of buying stuff online and and just real quick i know this is about buying but on discogs you can sell your stuff oh yeah just anybody can yeah. not just certain yeah. people you don't it, need it, a, it, like a seller's account or anything you can just yeah you like, need an account but but it's a marketplace where, where you, you can and buy and, and sell records so it's it's really easy to do okay <clears throat> and i mean the, the most important thing if you're if thing if you're starting out with your vinyl collection and you don't know what to make of all this where where should i go should i go into this or or that ask geezers like me <laughs> in record store record store owners um uh, send us an email walk into the store ask i mean ask as much questions as you want i mean we were kids once back in the day feeling stupid for asking stupid questions that we thought was stupid questions. But the guy behind the counter, he he didn't mind. Oh, cool. So, so you're starting your collection. Wow. So I never got into a vinyl record store and, and had a conversation with the guy behind the counter and or... or other people in the store because people are meddling. I shit you not. I remember 15 years old walking into one of the biggest record stores here in in in, in Malmo called Record Heaven. It, it was all hard work and metal, and and people are 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 meddling. Oh, oh, you should get this one too, and think about this, and yeah, yeah. And 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 the owner goes, uh, okay, I, I, my my job is done here, and, <laughs> and we're having a laugh. But but people are so invested in this, and and I just love when when younger people walks into my store. At the moment, I I have a I have a young girl who is she's crazy with the stuff from the sixties and the seventies, and and it's so much fun. To, to watch younger kids um, finding w the stuff that that you and I grew up with, and and 
be in awe of opening up the gate full and going like this. <gasps> so I and 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 you you know what I'm talking about, Phil. I mean, mm -hmm. opening up all those great stuff and and, yeah, yeah. and 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 whatnot. So, but but be careful. Ask ask around. Ask around, and and don't be afraid. I mean ask thousands of questions i i don't mind send me dms and, and so forth because the the only thing i mean i i didn't start um i didn't start my instagram account which uh, by the way uh, has just turned five years it's my five years anniversary wow uh, yeah a couple of weeks ago wow uh, yeah it's it's nuts to think about it but I started that because I want to talk about records. I, I didn't want to bore my family or my 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 close friends and 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 whatnot with just posting pictures of my my vinyl records for my collection each and every freaking day. So I started this account, Sounds on Vinyl, just because I wanted to meet meet like-minded people. And talk about music, so I get to meet people from all over the world, and uh, which I think is so cool. So, and that's why I started the Sounds and Vinyl Record Store to talk about music, to talk about records. Um, I I don't care. I actually don't care if you don't listen to the same stuff that I do. I find it thrilling that you don't. Um, and, and I think we should make that clear for you. For oh, yeah. Your record store, you you sell everything. All oh, genres, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. It's not yeah. just hard rock and metal. No, so, no, 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 no. So no. If, if you're a pop fan and you just like looking at our beautiful faces and you don't care about hard rock and metal, you can you can go to Mike's record store. And, oh, yeah. I and, got and stuff still from, get that stuff. Yeah, I got stuff from, from Bowie, The Beatles, Fleetwood Mac, and, and, and whatnot. So I got... I got all of it, man. So, but, but the, the thing that I'm, I'm more equipped to talk about is it's hard rock and metal music because I grew up on that. I know so much of the nitty gritty stuff, the nerdy stuff about those, those albums since I, it's been with me for like over 40 years. So, uh, but I know about music, not only metal and hard rock. So if you come to my store and want to talk about, uh, Depeche Mode. We can talk about Depeche Mode if you want to talk about Bowie. Let's talk about Bowie. I don't care. I just want to talk about music. <laughs> just talk about I, music. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to meet people that that are thrilled to to go into a store and 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 finding that gem that you've been looking for. Or if you're just starting out, I'll help you out, man. Um, I mean, I I. I that's why I do this. I, I'm not doing this because I want to make money. I'm just it. It's a passion, and and if you come into my story, you, you know what I'm talking about. So, mm -hmm. so make now, that now you, you've covered quite a bit. Basically, you know, you got to yep. make sure that the record you're buying is free from scratches, and and you really want to look for a very good, at least quality on a mm -hmm. record, and and how yep. to look for all that. The only other question I would have is, mm -hmm. you know, a, as a novice. What would, and, and I know this varies greatly, but with the exception of some of the rare records, right? Like the mm -hmm. Led Zeppelin II heavy bass version. Yeah. Um, what can people, what, what, what's the price range that people can expect to pay for 
you know, your run of the mill average vinyl record? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it all depends on, on first off where you live in the world. So, so there, there's a difference between you and I, because I live in Sweden and you live in the US and I want stuff from your country and maybe you want stuff from my country. So, uh, and talking about pressings. Uh, mm -hmm. And it all depends on whether it's a new record or, or a used one also. But uh, if it's a collector's item, like you said, it's this, the Zeppelin II with, with, that, with that hot mix, that Robert Ludwig we did. Well, we shouldn't go into that because it, it it'll cost you a fortune. Right. <clears throat> but um, um, just a quick one: uh, um, records freshly off the press. I mean, people like Metal Church and Testament they still release stuff on on uh, on vinyl these days. Newer albums should be around like thirty-five to forty-five dollars. Around like. 400 swedish crowns that's a that's it i mean uh there is a thing here in 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 sweden happening wh when they they uh, got it's a thing called record store day i, I don't know if you heard about it mm -hmm. yeah then and there are special releases for record store day mainly it's because the record company wants to to collect some some extra money <laughs> and they, and yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna get to that in in a minute, but but those albums can can put you off between like sixty five to seventy five to a hundred dollars. Wow! And there is actually a boycott here in 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 Sweden for from a lot of record store. I I I'm I'm so fresh off of the tracks so i i i didn't go into that whole record store uh day thing with buying those uh ex exclusive record store day records so so I, I i didn't do that but but i read statements from from a couple of record store saying we had enough this is it uh we're not buying you, your your um your records anymore uh we're not putting them up on our shelves because it'll cost way too much i mean you easily you could i mean there was taylor swift who is she's a pretty famous artist and it would set you back like uh for for a single record between 75 and a hundred dollars for, for a single record and the record store said, "No, we're we're not doing that. We're not hopping on that bandwagon anymore. It's it's nuts. It has to stop." And and I agree because it's it's the prices now nowadays when it comes it's like to ticket sales. It, it is. It's it's crazy. So uh, so that that's the uh, the extreme uh, thing. Uh, but if you can if it, it comes down to to used records, I should I think you should if you're not going, if you don't care if you just sometimes I I like to discover music, 
So going to a record store, I still go into record stores and, and crate dig. Of course I do. I go to flea markets. I, I go to yard sales and, and garage sales and, 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 and thrift stores and, and whatnot. And I always look for that crate because it's a disease. I, I don't know what's going on, but, but it's, I, I, I enjoy it. People play golf and do other crazy stuff for me. In, in my opinion, I do this. So perhaps we can meet in the middle. I don't know. But used records, um, you shouldn't, it shouldn't be more than like 20 to 25, $30 tops. And, okay. Um, if, if it's in fairly good condition, uh, I have records in my store that are first editions that are a bit more expensive but i just bought a fantastic collection from from uh, uh this guy uh, i mean he took care of his albums he actually bought two albums one he he stored archived oh. and one he played oh wow so there's first editions of a lot of bands and they're all of them are near mint condition which which is it's mind-blowing still i still go through those crates today trying to to price them and trying to think about how how to to uh, set a price on them because it's nuts but you should you should be able to find records between like 20 to 30 dollars and that's around 250 300 dollars uh swedish crown sort sorry um but but if you could go with like between 15 and 20 you you should be able to get some decent pressings uh not first editions not second editions but maybe third editions and and what if you're just interested in listen to listening to music and not buying to collect them like i do and that's why I have like 15, 16 presses of Kids Alive. We've talked about this <laughs> a million yeah. times. But that that's a, a whole different ballgame. Uh, collecting and being a, a, an avid collector like myself. Um, but but it's... <clears throat> yeah. That, that's yeah. just... Okay, so 15, 15 to, to, to 30 bucks. That's a... Yeah. Okay, yeah. so for, for your just average record, if oh, you yeah. just want to listen, if you want to collect, you're probably going to expect to pay more than that. Yeah. And even more than that, if you want some specialty records. So yeah, that's good. That's good information to have. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And, yeah. and I do like this. If people come into my store and say, oh, man, I really dig this album. Uh, why does it cost so much? Well, it's a, it's a first pressing, UK first pressing of this album. But if if you want to i have in storage uh uh a german pressing of this album which is way cheaper uh, so if you ask me i i could help you out so you don't have to buy this first pressing uh, of that album uh, so and always ask always ask always because you never know you never no. know what's in the back yeah i always ask people in in record store um, could i get a discount if i buy a certain amount could i could we do this could we do that if, if i'm 
I mean, if I don't have the money, but, but it's, it's, you can always ask a wise person who grew up in Chicago. Uh, he has long hair. He's born in 1970. He said to me, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Very true. He's like Yoda, that dude. (laughs) And I'm looking at him right now. He talks backwards and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that's some great info. And if you guys still have questions, you can DM Mike, get a hold of Mike, and he'll be happy to to answer that. And uh, if you're anywhere around his record store, hop in and and ask him some questions there and have some coffee because that's – that's what it's all about, and that's what this it show's is. all about, is listening to music and having fun. And uh, let us know what you think about the Metal Church record, if you've heard it before or if this is kind of new and fresh, and uh, what you think. And and especially with their new record coming out, it, it'd be a, a good way to, to see where they started and where they began and where they are now. So, yeah. so uh, go check that out. And with that, that's going to do it for this week of the Sons on Vinyl Show. feels good to be back. We are back it officially. Is. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, until next uh, next time, um, we'll see you guys. And and don't forget, we have like over 100 episodes. So go back to soundsonvinyl.com and listen to all of them. And there's the last couple seasons have been up on YouTube. So you can go check those out on our YouTube channel. And, um, yeah, until then, any last words? Uh, spend that record. Fucking hell. Do it. Make it happen. Later. Later. This has been the Sounds on Vinyl Show with Mike Spenson and Phil Boyer. Produced by Boozehound Entertainment in cooperation with Boozehound Music. Intro and outro music by Dead Anarchy, courtesy of Shop Glass Records. For exclusive playlists, videos, and other extras, visit soundsonvinyl.com. Thanks for listening and for all your motherfucking support. <laughs>